Welcome to the Musician Next Door here at Next Door 187 Hunter Street West. I'm Stephen Stamp, joined as always by a co-host Carrie Jane McMaster. And we are very delighted to have Lauren McFarlane here before she flees the city. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Thank show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Just as you were about to speak, the uh, microphone performs little microphone magic. Perfect. There we go. Okay. So. We, uh, we have a bunch of questions that we want to ask you, and we're going to have you play, as, as we always do. And we're going to start off, and this is maybe a bit of a funny question, but it's something I noticed watching your, your videos. Um, besides the really cool red microphone you have that we both have. Yeah, I love it. I noticed there's no pick guard on your guitar. No, there is no pick guard on my guitar. Yeah, um, that wasn't really something I thought about when I bought um, my guitar. I was like, oh, how bad could it really be? But yeah, I've had that guitar for about two, two or three years now, and it's uh, it's starting to go. It's starting to get a few little bumps and bruises, but I think it adds character, and I think it's definitely added a lot to the sound. And I love my beat up guitar. <laughs> you know what? We just saw James McKenzie. He produced Carrie's most recent record. We're big fans. We went to see him play Market Hall, and he's got a guitar that we've seen him use in the studio. He records with. He was playing his concert. Have you seen that guitar? He's got a hole in yeah. the top of it. Like, it's fine. That's the goal. That's what yeah. I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Many have years, them, yes. many stages. Have them send me free guitars. And please, come on. Right? You're making our guitar look bad. <laughs> it's an That's admirable goal. goal. Yes, thank you. <laughs> So um, we, 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 we came down to see you perform here a handful of months ago. You, were, you play here as an artist in resident mm -hmm. um, at the, the basically tied in with the art crawl that happens. And we're blown away. You're amazing, beautiful you. singer. Um, I'm wondering, you know, how you got into music in the first place. Like, where did it come from? It's a, I never really know what to, what to say when people ask me this because I, my, parents put me in music for young children when I was three I think so you're just running around a room like clapping and jumping over things um, but my teacher noticed from a very very young age that um, music is something that just came very naturally to me so they put me in solo lessons like way before I was supposed to um, and I've always been a very stubborn stubborn person and um, I didn't like being told what to learn so I got, would cry during every single lesson. That has nothing to do with my teacher, but I was just like, I want to sing my own songs. And so I. Uh, and you were what, four? Five? Uh, yeah, yeah. A strong personality. I've always there. been. Yeah, I'm very like calm and quiet, but like once I have something in my head, it won't go Still away. Still waters run deep. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I gave up piano when I was in grade four, and I didn't touch an instrument until I think I was in grade seven. I picked up my dad's guitar, wow. and I taught myself how to play guitar oh, and sing so yeah because I've always been like singing around the house or this is dumb but I remember just, like singing outside of my bedroom window to the birds pretending to be Snow White like it's just like it's always something or I've always been like writing songs and like making my family sit down and pay attention to me when I'm like I'd be like everyone grab a teddy bear and sit down like, <laughs> watch me so it's just it's I don't know it's one of the only things I've ever known how to do and it's like something that's always brought me joy so I'm that's gonna awesome. try and make a career out of it. I love it. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, I mean, you really seem to move between styles quite a bit. On your on your bio, you list yourself as alt-country, and that was actually almost a challenge for us because I've never been a country person, mm -hmm. and 
we've said on the show, like, hey, we need to find somebody who does country music mm -hmm. that can convince us we should listen to it. Mm -hmm. I don't hear country when I hear you play, except maybe in you. Mm -hmm. the latest, latest song is a bit more country, but um, the one song that really kind of jumped out at me was Come Back Blues, mm -hmm. with your voice seems, it's definably or distinctly you, but very different. And I'm very curious different. how you go about creating different vocal effects for different moods or tenors or styles of music. I That's like six yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Songwriting to me has always just kind of, um, I always get the melody in my head first before I figure out like the lyrics or the chords or anything and I'll just kind of like mess around on my guitar until I figure out what it is that I'm hearing in my head and then I kind of because all my songs are based off of um, like real life experiences um, but like once I kind of get a feel for the song and I understand like what the song itself needs and what would make that song even better so like in Comeback Blues in that case it's like super sassy like Janis Joplin growly like very very sassy sort of stuff um, but yeah, with like growing, I grew up on country music, so that's why I think a lot of my influence does come from country. And it's not necessarily like with production, like that's not really what I mean, but to me, country music is storytelling. And that's always what I've been really good at doing. And I've, I've made it a point, like I don't want my songs to not make sense. You know, like when I have an idea in my head, it's like, okay, what can I do? Like, what can I write for this to be a story where you can look at it from start to finish and like see a clear storyline and understand what it is that I was feeling in that moment or what it is that I was trying to get across. So with the, the voice, like technically, I guess, to me it's fascinating because I can't sing, um, <laughs> but to for you to be able to have that kind of chameleon quality that you can just say, okay, the blues feel, let's do that, or you know, the country feel, or the pop feel, and your voice is so different, how do you go about making that happen once you've decided this is what mm -hmm. I need to do for this song? Yeah, that's uh, it's interesting you say that because that's something I haven't really thought about. But like as you were asking me that question, I um, I've been a professional impersonator for about ah, yeah for about four or five years now. Oh. Yeah, so I started off doing Taylor Swift because like blonde and country, but um, that, see I don't think yeah. her is country either. No, no, no. So. no. Yeah, I definitely I would do like the older Taylor Swift right. stuff where I'd have the big curly wig and that okay. sort of thing on. So I've, I know how to make my voice sound like somebody else and right. like do it well and get Very paid good. for it sort of thing. But that once I nailed Taylor Swift, my boss was like, okay, let's try a couple other things. So I do like June Carter, um, I do Nancy Sinatra. Wow. So I've kind of learned just off of listening to other people's music. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool when they sing that in that way or like when yeah, they push a little bit harder it, at this time in the song, like I've learned what makes it cool. That's awesome. That's really interesting. That's so, I was like, going to ask you about that because yeah. I remember you had said something about um, that you were a did a Taylor Swift yeah. impersonator. What <laughs> were a Taylor Swift impersonator? I thought, was that a joke or is that Oh, real? no, that's real. That's a real thing that so, I do. <laughs> did you get involved in that? I read in your bio that you toured a bit when you were mm -hmm. 18 with a, mm -hmm. a country band. Yeah, so um, I've been touring with them since I was... 18 and um, so I went to PCBS I was in the arts program okay um, and I was there for the closure so I followed the arts program to TAS okay. and I was actually in the arts program for dance not for music Wow. yeah and so um, I was the first year that they ever did the dance program I was a little guinea pig baby and um, my teacher used to be in that show so after I graduated grade 12 I guess my boss went to my teacher and asked like 
do you know any young talent that can sing and dance and is very responsible for being 18 years old? And my teacher was like, oh yeah, Lauren. Lauren's perfect for that. So I auditioned against five other people and all the other people were much older than I was and they said, we know you're 18, but we really want to take a chance on you and we really like you. So now they're like a little family to me. Oh, that's, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah. It's, it's funny you talk about the dance stuff because one of the things I also noticed watching your videos, you're always moving. I can't stop moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've always kind of just like, I go back and forth and I, I feel it. I feel it in my soul and just go with it. Nice. Yeah. We're going to go with playing some of your music, so we are going to play one of your songs that you've recorded, and uh, later we're going to get to play live, but what are we What are we going to go with for the recorded song? For the recorded song? Yeah. I know I you're like, still deciding. I am still deciding. <laughs> I'm not really We can sure. make it a surprise, because we're going to throw it in after we finish recording. You want to oh, just put it in after? Yeah, let's make it a surprise. Okay, yeah. folks, here is coming a song recorded by Lauren McFarlane, and you'll find out what it is when it plays.
Welcome back to The Musician Next Door with Lauren McFarlane here at 197 Hunter Street West Next Door Pub. And that was a terrific piece of music that we had to pick afterwards because there was some <laughs> indecision about what to play. So we hope you enjoyed it. And Carrie, Jane McMaster, my co-host, you have a question. Right. No, I wanted to tag on a little bit more into what we were talking about before the break. Um, so you toured with this this wonderful band, which I don't know a lot about, which I'd love to learn too. And you do impersonations, and you perform locally. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's not a lot when I was scoping you out to see, you know, sort of those types of things. I was wondering sort of what what you've been doing over the last few years, like obviously those things. Mm -hmm. And I'm noticing you're also wearing a shirt that yeah. says the Canadian Music Week. Yes. So is that something else you were involved in? Yeah, I do. Oh. A, I do a lot of things. Um, I've never been the kind of person that's very good at sitting still or if I if I'm not working a lot I feel super unproductive and I feel like I'm just like not getting anything done in my life so um, I do my own shows like you've seen at next door and then I'm in that impersonation band uh, it's kind of busy around Christmas and then maybe in the spring we do a big tour but then other than that it's just like a few one-offs here and there okay um, and then I look after two little boys, I look after two little girls, and I work at Jimmy Guaco's. And then in the summer, I, uh, I volunteer at Boots and Hearts Music Festival. I've been doing that for oh, wow. four, four, this is my fourth or fifth year doing I gotta it. get you to play. I know. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny, I know a few people like that are playing there. They're like, what are you doing driving the golf cart? Like, <laughs> you should be up on the stage. Right? It's like, yeah. yeah. We're both Take on time. We're both in the festival this year. Yeah. Yeah. Folk festival. Yeah. Very exciting. This will actually, the show should be coming out a little bit before the folk festival. So Ooh. everyone, walk, run, don't walk down to Peterborough Folk Festival at uh, Nichols Oval Park where Lauren McFarland and Carrie Jane will both be playing. Very exciting. Yeah. I, I'm stoked to hear yeah. both of you. Uh, as we're recording this, the schedule is not quite out yet. We don't even no, know. We don't even know. Yeah. Just go for all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Um, what? So you've got all that going on, um, and you've got some big news in terms of what you're doing next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You tell us about the Montreal thing. Yeah. So I've decided to make the big move to Montreal. I'm going August 31st, I believe, or somewhere around that, depending on my crazy Mere schedule. hours after you perform the live yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Just go back up my things and go. Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, that's been another like long thing in the making. Um, I did record a five-song EP in Toronto last year in 2018. Um, and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Oh no! Um, I ended up sounding a lot more um, like '90s pop? country pop, oh. very like top 40 sort of thing, and that wasn't really what I um, envisioned. But and I don't I don't know how it happened. It just I don't know if it was like me not being strong enough and saying like no I don't want it this way I want it another way, um, or me just like I don't know the the guy that produced it he has done a lot of other big artists before so I was kind of like oh maybe this is just what it should be but after taking like hearing those songs and taking a step back it's like this isn't who I am I don't want to just release something for the sake of releasing something I yeah. want my first release to be perfect so you know I'm 23 I got time like I'm yeah. not in a big big rush um, so I'm going to Montreal and working with this 
amazing producer and having like the best possible musicians on it wow. my heart palpitates every time I think about it because I'm like oh this is like big time this is yeah this oh, is geez. exciting that's wonderful yeah and same it, songs you're redoing those songs I'm doing di- different songs oh. Different, oh, different songs, songs. <laughs> there you might be pull any of those back I might I might there yeah. uh, we haven't uh, finalized the five songs that we're doing yet um, because I, I have been writing a lot I've yeah. been the summer's been really busy and I've been really stressed and when I'm stressed I write so <laughs> I've been coming up with a bunch of new things so we're just going to kind of wait until the last possible second to decide on the five songs and then he'll send those out to the musicians and we start recording I think in the middle of September That's so we'll have a couple of weeks to settle in Montreal right. and yeah. it's such a challenge especially because you know a, lot, a young singer-songwriter and especially being a young woman in the industry mm-hmm. when women aren't always taken as seriously mm, as they should no, be, right? Not. And, it's, and it's not you go okay. in, and there's a producer who, you, like you said, has worked with artists, yeah. and you just kind of, there's a lot of pressure to be, if he or she, he yeah. actually, says, oh, this is what we'll do. Yeah. It's got to be hard yeah. to say, no. And no, I did, yeah, good. and I did say no a couple yeah. times. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not really feeling that. That's not really my thing and he's like well no like you'd be stupid not to do it this way and like if the song is asking for this then you should just produce it to this but it's like my really good friend who actually helped me um get this producer in montreal he said something that like really really stuck with me he's like lauren it doesn't matter like it does matter what people think about the song but at the end of the day it's you that has to get up there every single night and sing that song until the day you die and if you can't live with that don't do it He's like, that's, that's not so the song true. that you need to record. That's true. Yeah. No, you can't redo it later on your... Uh... I can, I can. <laughs> but... Yeah. yeah. But when I, you know, I don't want that to be, like, what I'm singing for the... I got into music because I want to be happy. Yeah. And I want to love what I do. And Especially if, yeah. for your first record, right? Yeah. You want it to feel like you. Yeah, I want it to be me. And I, I don't want to start something and then have people really like that. And then uh, just like have to do that for the rest of my life, and that's not what makes me happy. Yeah. No, I definitely had similar experiences with my first recording to my second, and the my first album. I did kind of, and I'm not. I wasn't sure if it was, you know, not yeah. talking about things, but a lot of the songs, even though I love them, mm-hmm. I love them very much. They were definitely done maybe not as organically as yeah. I wanted. Yeah. And then this second album I did with James was perfect and above and beyond because he really did capture like it's not spliced it's all one and I think that's what it's like for me too like I think I work best from like a live off the floor sort of yeah environment not just like a play this one chord and then we're gonna program that over and over and over again or like or blend yeah sing this one word yeah a million times it's like I I get in my own head way too fast and that's not (laughs) that's not good for anybody style yeah yeah I'll tell you, as a, as a I, I love music and I work, in, you know, being around Carrie and, and uh, all the time, I mean, obviously we live together and we get married next year, like we're intimately yeah. involved. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so I've, I've learned a lot more being in the studio. I've, I've got a sense of some things, but I'm not a musician myself. And it's so cool, honestly, sitting here watching the two of you talking and you're saying something and Carrie just starts nodding and Carrie's saying something and you just get this <laughs> yeah. big smile like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there's that, that connection where you yeah. guys really get it. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it's interesting, you know, you mentioned talking about the, the production of an album and when I was living in North Vancouver there was a band somebody that that rode and coached at my rowing club that I ran he would he had friends who had a band and they had this one song that I thought was really cool it's called a million pictures the band was called uh, 
I'll crown king, then they change to some stupid name. <laughs> I, they're not gonna hear this. I didn't like the new name. But uh, I loved this song. I thought it was really cool. And the local radio station was playing. Mm -hmm. And then they recorded it like in the studio, a serious, like very professional one. And it felt like everything had just been sanded down and smoothed off. Yeah. yeah. It just didn't yeah. seem the same at all. No. That's so. scary. That's why you have to find the right producer, because there are a lot of producers out there. And, you know, don't just go with the one who has worked on the biggest projects, you know, right. like work with one that understands who you are as a person, not just what your songs are. Like, make sure that they've seen you perform live so they know what they're trying to capture. Because, like, with me, I, I know that my strong suit is live performance. Um, something very magical and special happens when I jump on the stage and start like just letting go and mm -hmm. being myself and that's something that I really want my producer to capture and I feel confident that this producer in Montreal is gonna Yay, help me out. I'm so that. happy me, for you. Me. You have set up a perfect segue. Yeah, the performing line of the next thing we have to do is record us and just play a song oh, for us. Yeah. Yeah. This one we do have to decide now because you're doing it. What are you, yeah. you going to play? I'm going to play a song I wrote and it's called You. Get 
this straight I never want you to fix me I wouldn't hate a call confessing that you miss me You by Lauren McFarlane, the musician next door this month at 197 Hunter Street West at Next Door. And very interesting because that's the video that's at the top of your videos page on the site, uh, which you say right in the video you recorded just after you wrote it. It sounds like it's really evolved. Yeah, it definitely has. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know, I think that's my favorite song that I've written. I like my play on words with it, I like what it means, I like, um, the levels that I have in it. I like how it has a lot of movement. And even though it's like a five and a half minute song, when I first recorded it and listened to it, it sounded like it was like 30 seconds because it just like, it had me. And I sent it to a few of my musician friends and like, is this too long? I know no radio will play this because it's so long, but like, should I cut it? They're like, nope, leave it. We like it. So I'm just gonna go with my gut and Excellent. not pay attention to radio. Just don't make it your first single. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, might be a hard to get yeah. uh, you have to, to earn that a little bit yeah, more, right? Yeah, that five that and time. a half minute slot. Yeah, at yeah. some point, at some mm -hmm. point. More royalties for me, though. There you go. <laughs> I have uh, one other question that I just found it fascinating. Uh, we found you on Gig Salad. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hire you, which is good. Speaking yeah. of making royalties and making money, you've got to make a living. I do. And you, you're on Gig Salad, and one of the reviews, the first review is this man who said, uh, I hired... Lauren to sing a song for us, really for my wife on our first anniversary. I was at a restaurant and he said he emailed the song to you, mm -hmm. you had to learn it, mm -hmm. put your own style on it, and he loved the song. You went to the restaurant, found them, because it tells me you didn't know them before, <laughs> no, and sang it for them, for the whole restaurant. Yeah. What was that experience like? That sounds kind of crazy. That was one of like my favorite things that I've gotten to do yeah. out of this, and Gig Salad, like Gig Salad's actually gotten me some pretty good 
gigs in yeah. the past, surprisingly, and like once I've played at a place before, I generally get asked back, right. um, and that's just because of Gig Salad. But yeah, this was a very, very special one. It was this older couple, they were just having their first wedding anniversary, and for Valentine's Day, he wrote her this song, and I guess something that they love to do is ride tandem bikes together. Okay. So it's just this very sweet, simple song about falling in love on a tandem bike, and I heard it, and I was like, I want to do this right away. So yeah, it, it, I don't know, I've always been, I think it's because of dance, I pick up on things very quickly. Um, so I played the song like maybe four or five times, I'm like, got it, I can do this. So I put my own little spin on it, and then yeah, it was at Elmhurst Resort, which is actually where my mom used to work there, um, and my family's from Keene, so I was like, I, I know where I'm going, this was cute anyways. Know. Yeah, so I didn't feel weird or anything. Um, I just had my guitar. Um, I definitely creeped him on YouTube because he sent me the link for that song on YouTube and I was like, we gotta see what this man looks like so I don't run up to the wrong people. Right. But yeah, I just, uh, I put my guitar in, the staff at the restaurant knew what was going on, everyone was like super, just like making little secrets about it and everyone was so excited. I just start like pl plucking my guitar, walking out there, I go up to their table and the wife just assumed I worked like for the restaurant or something but then once I started to sing the words, her jaw just dropped and Aww. yeah. It was so cute. That was lovely. Older man that had his is... phone out and he was like trying to take pictures. Right. <laughs> it was so cute. That is yeah. so cool. That's yeah. okay. Carrie, you wanted to uh, follow well, up. Well, yeah, just to sort of to end it all, I just, um, your hopes, what do you, things you're excited about, things you're scared about, just like what's going to. Just little stuff. Little stuff. What's going on in the next. Like you've, you're going yeah. to Montreal to yeah, do yeah, a yeah, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the big one. <laughs> that's the big one. Yeah, um, my brain. <laughs> is always thinking about like a million different things at once. I'm not very good at just like focusing my attention or energy to one thing. Yeah. So although I'm like super, super excited about Montreal, it's definitely a big unknown in my life. And I've always known since I was little that like I just want to love what I do for a living. And I think art is something that's so powerful and so important in our society. And I think um, we can learn a lot from each other because of art and I've always wanted my music to touch people and I want people to listen to it and like feel it in their gut and feel it in their soul and be like oh I've been through this as well or like this is something that uh, really speaks to me and like I just I want us to be like a big community because I do think this world is we are one giant community and I just want to bring people together and I just want everyone to be happy and I just want I don't know I want to make as big of an impact and change on society as I can for just being this like little Peterborough girl. Aww, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Big dreams, Literally, little girl. That sounds like a great place to, to say. Oh, well, you yeah. know, the thing is, it, that's kind of a big question, and, and oftentimes you're not going to get much of an answer, but that was kind of a huge answer. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. What a great way to finish up with Lauren McFarland, yeah. the musician next door this month. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, Thank I'm Stephen Champ with Perry Jane McMaster, Lauren McFarland. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. <laughs>